0: Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Uh, let's look at verse number 14. Verse number 14 of Revelation chapter 3, we're closing out uh, the seven churches. And under the angel of the church of the Laodiceans right. Uh, and under the angel of the Church of the Laodiceans, right. Uh, Laodicea is a, a town about 15 miles south of Philadelphia, uh, there in that area of Turkey where the seven churches are. Uh, it was a prosperous town, a banking uh, type center in that region, extremely affluent uh, financially. They had a, uh, a huge amphitheater that sat 30,000 people, and it would be full almost uh, every single, at night with festivities and concert type uh, events, they uh, boasted one of the best schools for modern medicine in their time. It was uh, an ophthalm, uh, it was for the eyes. And so, uh, and that's why you're going to see the word isav in, uh, in, in that uh, text. And, and so basically they were looked to as the capital, not politically, but financially. Uh, looked to as the capital, not politically, but, but fashionably and pharmaceutically. They were looked uh, as that. They were all that. Uh, In fact, uh, their technology allowed them to pipe in water from Hierapolis and uh, the hot springs, the hot water there, but uh, because of a slight miscalculation, that water by the time it got there uh, didn't come in piping hot, it uh, didn't come in refreshingly cold, it came in uh, tepid, kind of room temperature, uh, kind of lukewarm, and that's why you see that reference there. I love how uh, the Lord, and especially Jesus Christ with the parables as he's walking along, uh, grabs uh, uh, everyday events and things that, that, are, that are happening around them to to explain a spiritual truth uh, to them. Look at it, verse 14. And under the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, don't miss that, the church of the Laodiceans, it's the only church described that way. Uh, no other church, the seven churches, none of them. If you miss that, you miss a lot. Uh, it's of the Laodiceans. It's not described like uh, Ephesus, of Ephesus, the church of Ephesus. It's uh, not uh, the church in Smyrna or the church in Thyatira or in Pergamus or uh, in Philadelphia or in Sardis. It's uh, not the church in Laodicea. It's not the church at Laodicea it's not even the church of uh, Laodicea it's the church of the Laodiceans the church of the Laodiceans it's no other church listed that way uh, you don't see the church of Ephesus listed as the church of the Ephesians uh, or the church of the Thyatiraans e, e, each other church uh, is mentioned by location this one uh, it almost seems like uh, the people of that church have taken ownership it's the church of the Laodiceans. It's a church of the Laodiceans. Much like uh, there's references throughout the, the New Testament, the church of God, of God, uh, it seems like they've usurped authority from God, making it uh, their church. Uh, and let me put it this way, and it's not going to sound right at first because um, it's a political phrase that, that, that we do agree with as far as our democracy, but, but this church, a true church, isn't of the people, by the people, For the people. Uh, A true church isn't of the people, uh, by the people, uh, for the people. A true church is of God, by God, and primarily for God. And obviously, uh, we minister to people through the church, uh, but to claim that ownership that only God has, uh, it's the wording makes it uh, imply that they felt like. Uh, They were the ones owning that ownership, uh, taking over uh, by them, and and not in a good way. Uh, Forgetting that it's Christ that purchased the church, it's Christ that bought the church, it's uh, Christ that owns the church, it's Christ that uh, has proprietary rights uh, of his church. Uh, And and here it's the church of the Laodiceans, of the Laodiceans. Uh, Again, uh, the only church described like that. Uh, none others are described uh, like that. Uh, it's it's a church where uh, the people are taking ownership, running the church the way they wanted to, and structuring the ministry the way they wanted to, and uh, heaping to themselves teachers having itching ears, and uh, heaping to themselves preachers uh, having oppressive spirits. And uh, either way, uh, uh, it's almost that of the people, by the people, and and for the people, but. But the Lord even almost acknowledges it when he says, yeah, it's not my church. Uh, it's not my church, it's your church. By the way, you've taken over uh, that church. It's not my church, it's your church. You've ruined it, you've polluted it, you've misdirected it, and, uh, and it's almost a hostile takeover uh, of it. Uh, you've heard pastors talk about, I'm sure that I've used the phrase in, Uh, The phrase is wrongly used when we talk about uh, my church, my church. Uh, You'll hear other church uh, pastors talk about, uh, well, my church. We're uh, studying this in my church on Sunday morning, and we're heading in this direction in my church. And uh, even talking about other people's churches, the ones they pastor, even uh, talking with the phrase their church, (laughs) their church. And I understand uh, there may not be any malicious intent by it, but it's a misnomer talking about it uh, that way because it's not my church, it's God's church. Uh, it's not your church, it's God's church. It's not even our church, uh, it's God's church. We make a mistake using that, that language in the church of Ephesus and uh, the church in Smyrna and the church in Thyatira and uh, the church in uh, Sardis, the church in, uh, in Pergamus, the church in Uh, Philadelphia, but then it's the church of the Laodiceans. Don't miss that. Uh, There's something uh, with that. And uh, I think out of the gate, uh, just realizing it's not the pastor's church. Uh, Anybody can say amen after that if you want to. Uh, It's not the pastor's church, because I'm going to add after that, it's also not the people's church. uh, And we need to say amen after that also. And so uh, I, I understand what someone means when we need to take ownership of our ministry, take ownership of our ministry. And uh, I I understand the involvement implied there and the investment implied there and uh, the interaction implied there. Uh, But when we're using that phrase, we we really don't mean uh, ownership because he owns the church. It's his church. He's doing a great job with it. You may have heard that before. Uh, We aren't the owners of that church at most. We're stewards, we mean stewardship, stewardship, not ownership, uh, by that phrase, uh, and, and taking care of it as if Christ owned it, uh, because he absolutely does. And so, uh, it's not the pastor's church, it's not the people's church. In fact, uh, you don't have to go uh, even into that phrasing, the church of the Laodiceans, uh, of the Laodiceans. Uh, you can even look at that, that, that name of that, that, that church, Laodiceans. Decia, uh, Leo, the laity, the laity, uh, Decia talking about government and democracy, church polity, uh, That the church of, uh, of Laodicea, it's, it's the people that are uh, running the church. It's not spirit-led. It's the people or pastor that's setting the agenda. It's not biblically based. It's the, the people or the pastor deciding what to do. It's not... Uh, Christ as the head of the church. It's some big personality that fills up the space. It's not uh, Christ being preeminent and prominent uh, in that place. And so uh, right out of the gate, understand that, that it's not of the people, by the people, for the people. It should be of God, by God, uh, for God. Uh, in fact, Paul in Acts chapter 20 uh, worded it this way. He said, Take heed therefore unto yourselves uh, and to all the flock. And, and again, Uh, He's talking to pastors here, and so uh, whether it's people, uh, parishioners, or people, pastors, it's not my, your, our, it's his church. Uh, And Paul said to pastors, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers. Overseers, not owners, but overseers, to feed the church of God, the church of God not the church of the Laodiceans or the church of the Ephesians or or the church of the Thyatirans, Uh, uh, feed the flock of God, the church of God, the church uh, of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Um, I'll I'll give you an illustration of of what I'm talking about with this. I found uh, the more I pay for something, typically the better care I Give to that something. but anybody agree with that? Uh, if it's just a $5 whatever, $2 whatever, but if it's a $5,000 whatever, it, it's no longer a whatever, okay? It's a, hey, be careful with that. Don't, don't be careful with that. Uh, uh, but uh, a, a step further than that, uh, if someone else pays $5,000 for that whatever, uh, and I'm to care for that that whatever, Uh, If it's mine, uh, okay, I had to work for that money, and I had to pay that money, and I get that, but I can work for it again, and I can pay for it again. But if it's someone else's, uh, I'm going to take even better care of it as a steward uh, even more than I do uh, as the owner. Uh, And we have to keep in mind, Christ paid for the church with his own blood. And so, uh, it's not my church to run dictatorially. It's not the people's church to run uh, democratically. It's the Lord's church, to be run uh, as a theocracy. A a theocracy. It's his church. It's God's church. Uh, Which brings us to point number one. Write it down uh, if you haven't already passed out. Number one, uh, the character of our Lord in the church. The character uh, of our Lord in the church. Look at verse number 14 again. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans. Don't miss that. Of the Laodiceans, Right. These things saith the alpha, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. We've already talked about these partial views of Christ usually correspond with the problems they're having. The problems they're having is they're running the church themselves, and the partial view of God we get is, hey, you're not qualified to do that, I am. Uh, one of the reasons that God doesn't leave us in charge of everything is because uh, rather than Christ in charge, the Bible, our uh, our doctrinal statement, the Bible, our uh, church constitution, the reason he doesn't give it over to us uh, is because he knows the emotional fickleness that we can have at times. The, the almost capricious approach to something uh, that we can have at times, uh, depending on uh, how someone's treated us or how we feel that day or, or, uh, or the last book we've read or the last person we've talk and, uh, talked to. Uh, a lot of times I've seen pastors uh, that pendulum swing uh, back and forth and all over the board and this direction and then this direction and then this direction. Uh, I've also seen churches where the people won't ever change a direction because it's my dad's church, it's my granddad's church. Hey, both are wrong. Both are wrong. Whether it's that uh, emotional, uh, capricious uh, reaction of, hey, let's try this now. Let's try this now. Over here. Now over there. Uh, Pendulum swinging back and forth. Or uh, whether it's that emotional overreaction of, I'm not ever going to try anything different than what we've done for the last uh, uh, how many years has Rosedale been in existence anyway uh, I, I think it 's fifty some years but um and, and so keep in mind the character is he 's faithful he 's true uh he 's the amen uh he 's the everlasting the eternal one uh and, and 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 the fact that that he qualifies to take his church uh, one of the things that um, i uh, do well, or at least I, I want to do well. Maybe I want to do better. Uh, is the long play, the long-term decisions, uh, the long-term directions, uh, even years and years and years from now? Uh, okay, what about the next guy, and how is the church going forward, and in uh, in positionally and financially, and and as far as ministry? Um, so many times uh, when it's a person, whether it's a pastor or Uh, a deacon that uh, has that strong will, uh, or or maybe even just a flamboyant personality, uh, it can be all over the board erratic. uh, And so that long-term play, you talk about someone that plays the long game, uh, it's not me, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, You talk about someone that doesn't just see today, uh, but he sees the direction 10 years, 20 years, 200 years from now, uh, it, it's not a person, it's the faithful and true, the amen. Uh, by the way, I, I also think it's interesting the, uh, not, not uh, two guardrails or two gutters, but uh, uh, Laodicea and Nicolaitans. Of course, uh, we've already seen the Nicolaitans, the deeds of them uh, in Ephesus and Pergamos. Uh, and, and it's almost addressing uh, this same deal with, Uh, Leo, Leo, the laity, uh, 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 the democracy governed by the people, governed by the people. Uh, Nicolaitans, again, Leo, laitans, it's the people, but it's not ruled by the people. Nicolaitans is the ruling of the people. Uh, Someone dominating and someone oppressing and someone ruling the people. Uh, And again, whether it's uh, the people or a, person, both are uh, wrong. Uh, I I think the other side, the Nicolaitan, some person, uh, whether it's a pastor, assistant pastor, or a flamboyant personality, um, I I love what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 when he said, I don't want to have the rule over your faith. Uh, Not that I would have rule over your faith. Uh, We do believe in the priesthood of the believer. Uh, We do believe in uh, in that that personal that personal uh, outworking of the Holy Spirit of God in you, and so Paul said, uh, not that I would have rule over your faith. Uh, I simply want to be a helper, uh, an encourager, uh, a teacher, a nurturer, a helper of your uh, joy. I, I think that uh, whether the people ruling or a person pastor uh, ruling, I think a great example or a bad example of this is. Third uh, John, Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Uh, wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds, which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words and not content therewith. Neither doth he himself receive the brethren and forbiddeth them that would. He's uh, oppressing them. He's ruling the people or ruled by the people. Both displace the Lord. It's supposed to be the Lord who is the Lord of the church, anyone else that is means the Lord is not. Anyone else that is means the Lord uh, is not. Again, that Nicolaitan spirit, a person, a pastor, ruling the people dictatorially. Or, uh, that Laodicean spirit of it being ruled by the people uh, democratically, both extremes uh, are wrong. And, by the way, it's, it, it, that's the reason why it's this church. Uh, is it verse number 14, under the angel of the church of the Laodiceans? Uh, of the Laodiceans, right. It's this church in verse 20 where Christ said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Uh, I'm on the outside. I've been displaced. I'm on the outside. Uh, my presence isn't even on the inside of the church. Uh, that personality that person uh, is so big it's pushed the lord to the outside knocking on the door wanting to get back into his church behold uh, i stand at the door and knock wanting to get in looking on from the outside wanting to be invited in and so uh, whether the pastor has uh, the preeminence the lord doesn't or The people have the preeminence. The Lord doesn't. By default, uh, the Lord ends up on the outside, knocking on the door on the outside, saying, hey, would someone let me back into my church? Uh, My church, the church of God, the church that I purchased with my blood. Uh, Let's go to the next point. I had more, but we are a little short on time. The character of our Lord for the church. He's the amen He's faithful. He's true. Put down number two. The concern of our Lord for the church. The concern of our Lord uh, for the church. Look at 15. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. Remember those, the aqueduct, bringing that water in. Uh, You're not uh, cold or hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Uh, I I would that you were hot purifying, hot cooking, hot bathing, or cold refreshing, or cold cooling, or cold uh, drinking, but you're a mixture of cold and hot. uh, Saved marrying the unsaved. Coming to church on Sunday morning, partying on Saturday night. Singing praises on Sunday and rock music throughout the week. Uh, having one foot in the church and one foot in the world, half hot, half cold, absolutely tepid, room temperature, lukewarm, uh, he says, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. It's almost that uh, you ever, uh, I was in a bowling alley and I got my cup mixed up uh, and it wasn't Diet Coke when I picked it up, it was like tea and I realized uh, number one, it's not the drink that, that, that I wanted, number one. But bigger than that, uh, it's not the straw that I've been sucking on. Someone else has been sucking. Uh, and I spewed it out of my mouth. There's that kind of a uh, imagery there. And uh, it, it's the same type feel in Matthew chapter 5 where if the salt has lost its savor, it is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out. Good for nothing but to be cast out. And so... Uh, We see the character of our Lord for the church, and now the the concern of our Lord for the church. Put down number three quickly. The condition of the church for the Lord. The condition of the church for the Lord. Look at verse number 17. Because thou sayest. And we reference this when um, uh, he's referencing the, the, I think it's the church in Smyrna where, um, you have poverty, you're doing without, but you're rich in good works. You're, you're rich in faith. You're, you're rich unto God. Uh, and here, flip it, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods uh, and have need of nothing, their feelings were saying, I'm rich, I'm uh, financial capital, fashion capital, pharmaceutical capital, I have need of nothing, that's how I feel. And by the way, that's probably even how they looked. and that may be why Christ said, judge not according to appearance. Judge not according to appearance. Uh, And he goes on, Thou sayest that I am rich and increased with goods, have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and uh, and naked. Uh, And so he trumps their feelings with the fact, well, I I just feel like I should do this. I feel like, I, I feel like, hey, hey, Don't forget the heart is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. Who can know it? We're not to follow our heart. We're to follow God. We're to follow the Lord. Uh, We're to follow the leading and promptings uh, of the Holy Spirit of God. And their feelings said this, uh, but God says, uh, well, really, here's the facts. The facts are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, uh, naked. Put down number four. Notice the counsel of the Lord for the church. And so, we saw the character, the reason that we're not in charge, he is. The reason we don't make it up as we go, he's already told us how it should go, is because he's faithful, true, the amen, uh, the immutability of God. Uh, and, and then the concern of our Lord, you're not hot or cold, you're lukewarm, you're lukewarm. And then the condition of the church, I feel great. Uh, and God says, well, you're really not as great as you feel like you are. The fact is this. And now the counsel, the counsel of the Lord for the church. Look at 18. I counsel thee. Take a message. Uh, I counsel thee. Or, or put them on speakerphone. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, uh, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in fire that thou mayest be rich. That thou mayest be rich. And the counsel of God. Would, now remember, we not, may not be uh, to the extent they are, but every church should be li- uh, learning from every other church. Uh, every church, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Uh, and so the counsel he gives them, uh, that that prophetic implication, uh, we need to make a practical application. It's to them, it's for us. Uh, and I think the first counsel is God's word. God's word. To a church like this, they need God's word because Uh, Yes, compared to other people, I may feel rich, increased with goods, in need of nothing. But compared to the plumb line of God's word, the holiness of God, that's when I realize I'm really not all that. Uh, God's word, buy of me gold, gold. Buy of me, buy the truth uh, and sell it not. Buy of me gold, more to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Buy of me gold tried in the fire... The words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of earth. And so uh, what we need is the Word of God. What we need is more of the Word of God. What we need is more opportunities to to drink in, to read, to take in, to meditate on the Word uh, of God. Uh, And then also, not just God's Word, how about God's righteousness? God's righteousness. Uh, He goes on to say, I counsel thee, it's good counsel for me, Good counsel for you to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment and white raiment. That's God's righteousness because all our righteousness is as filthy rags. And we're going to see a little later on that the tribulation saints that are robed in those white robes, the very righteousness of God. We need God's word. We need God's righteousness. We also need God's spirit. And anoint thine eyes with Isav, eye with Isav, uh, that thou mayest see. Uh, Lord, open thou mine eyes, mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy word. God's word, uh, God's righteousness, God's spirit, the counsel, the counsel that I may see. Uh, and put down number five, the correction, the correction. The correction of the church for the Lord, three things that they need, three three things that we need. Number one, repentance. We need repentance. We should not shy away from the word repentance. I need to change. You need to change. But we need repentance. Look at 19. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Uh, And repent. I do think it's a lost concept, but I also think it's a misunderstood concept. Because it's not just repentance for repentance sake. It's not just repentance for repentance sake, uh, Acts 11. Uh, not just repenting from something, but repenting to someone. Uh, Acts 11:18, 18, repentance unto life. Unto life. For godly sorrow worketh Repentance unto salvation, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. It's the difference between uh, Judas's repentance that led to him killing himself uh, and Simon Peter's sorrow, uh, his repentance that led him to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ who transformed his life. Uh, and so we're so misunderstanding, well, you just need to change. You just need to give it up. You just need to, to, to change that. Uh, 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 yes, if you're repenting to the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the one that allows us to overcome. Back to the question uh, and answer. Number one, uh, repentance, but then I also need reception. Not just repentance. Repentance. Uh, I also need reception. We talked a little bit about that. Verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, I, I need to hear his voice. Uh, And open the door. I I need to be uh, receptive to his influences, being filled with his spirit. Uh, If any man hear my voice and open the door, uh, I will come into him uh, and interact with him uh, and fellowship with him uh, and be a friend to him, communicate with him, uh, and I will sup with him uh, and he with me. And so uh, this is the correction, the correction that's needed repentance, reception. Uh, And then because of that, number three, reward. Verse 21, To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne. Uh, I now have a new activity with Charlie, and Char actually directs me on when it's a good time on. Uh, It's usually when she wakes up from a nap, and uh, she's either playing or watching Cocoa Melon, uh, or uh, there's this lady on TV that teaches... Uh, how to pronounce words. Uh, For a while we were watching shows with Charlie that were in English and Spanish. Hasn't helped me a bit. But anyway, uh, my my new move with Charlie is, uh, I think it was even uh, this evening that that Shar said, if you sit down on the floor, she'll sit on your lap. And man, my heart just started glowing. I couldn't wait for, uh, okay, I'm gonna sit down on the floor takes me a while to get down there. And, uh, and Charlie, absolutely, as soon as I sat down on the floor, she looks and she starts backing up, backing up, and then she plops down on my lap. Uh, and you talk about doing the, the grandpa's heart good uh, is when little 18-month-old Charlie plops down on my lap. But you know, that's absolutely what I want with the Lord Jesus Christ and with God the Father. Uh, that kind of close, personal relationship. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me, to sit with me in my throne, uh, even as I also overcame. He's the overcomer through us. He's the overcomer in us, uh, and am sat down with my Father uh, in his throne. And so, uh, as we close, and, and then of course the next verse, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And um, I, I think the takeaway for me is we don't want Rosedale Baptist Church to have a Nicolaitan spirit, uh, where someone is dominating and oppressing uh, and ruling the people. I, I love what uh, Miss Ruth said um, about four months after we came to Rosedale, um, because it was a little bit different with as far as philosophy and uh, and management style. She said. Uh, we feel like the Israelites that have been let out of bondage. And uh, uh, the Israelites that have been let out of bondage. And I took that uh, the same way it was meant to be given as an encouraging word and, uh, and a pat on the back. Uh, and that's what I want. I want there to be uh, liberty and freedom uh, for someone to, to grow at the rate that God has for them to, to develop who they are in the Lord uh, I, I don't want to have that Nicolaitan spirit where it's my way or the highway. And um, I'm afraid that it would just be me and Char, and then I'm not sure even if Char... But anyway, uh, and so I don't want that Nicolaitan spirit. By the way, uh, we should not have that Laodicean spirit where, okay, let's vote on it. Uh, all right, let's vote on it. Uh, let's vote on it. Uh, it's kind of like um, uh, when I asked, does anybody think it's too loud? And then... Um, uh, you guys just ignore it because you, you want it softer. And then it's the same way uh, where I say, is anyone too cold and you raise your hand? And then I just ignore that. we leave it at the same. And so uh, we don't, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, we don't want it to be a, a uh, okay, hey, hey, what do we think? It's kind of that seeker-sensitive mentality of we need to find out what the unsaved, unspiritual uh, area wants, what they want, and, and give them what they want. Hey, understand, we never make a decision that way. Uh, we never make a decision by uh, what what do they want. Uh, our decisions are made by what does he want. Uh, and he is the seeker. He is the seeker. Jesus said, I'm come to seek, to seek uh, and to save that which is lost. Uh, and so we do music like we do because we believe in first person praise. Uh, we do want to hit the old and the new. Um, it, someone that Uh, Even has been to a seeker sensitive church would never even think that uh, because they're so far down the road. Uh, The seeker that we look to is God the Father. He is uh, the seeker. uh, um, uh, We need to, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Father seeketh such to worship him. And so I do agree with that phrase, seeker sensitive. I disagree with who that seeker is. The seeker is the lord jesus christ the seeker is god the father and oh yeah by the way it's his church it's his church of god by god and for god and that is today's message we invite you to tune in next time with scott toole as he presents another message from rosedale baptist church For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.